from Brooklyn, New York. I'm Adam Teeter, and this is a Vine Pair Podcast Conversation. We're bringing you these conversations between our regularly scheduled podcast episodes in order to give you a better picture of how the COVID-19 virus is impacting all parts of our industry, as well as help provide a bit of hope and a path forward for all of us. Today, I'm lucky to be talking with Malcolm Gosling, the president and CEO of Gosling's International Limited. Malcolm, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, thank you, Adam. It's a real pleasure. So are you in Bermuda right now? I am. Is, I, I just I want to believe that sheltering in place in Bermuda is a lot more pleasurable than sheltering in place in Brooklyn. Is that true? <laughs> well, it's a bit of a torture because you're looking outside at such a beautiful, uh, beautiful view. You can't get on the golf course. You can't get out in the boat. You can't. Uh, but yes, it's it's a it's a wonderful place to be if you have to be sheltered in place. <laughs> so I I have definitely. Uh, just speaking for myself here, had my fair share of dark and stormies. But for those listeners who may have not, can you sort of give us a brief overview of Gosling's, the company? Absolutely. Well, first off, we're drinking a lot of dark and stormies out here to get us through these dark and stormy times. But um, Gosling's, uh, it's been in Bermuda. It's Bermuda's oldest business. Been here for, uh, it was established in 1806, been here for 214 years. I'm seventh generation uh, and running the company with my sister, Nancy, and my cousin, Charles. And very proud to say that the eighth generation is uh, on board and playing a pivotal role in the future of the company. Wow. So um, with the dark and stormy, so Gosling's Black Seal Rum is, is known as the spirit of Bermuda. It's Bermuda's largest selling spirit. It's Bermuda's largest export, too, which is kind of like being the tallest short person, but still, <laughs> you don't export a whole bunch from Bermuda, but, uh, uh, or many products, but it is the largest export. And, uh, you know, quite interestingly, actually, we've been in business for 214 years, but we've owned, we didn't export our first bottle until 40 years ago. Oh, wow. So previous generations, you know, the export side, the international business wasn't really their focus. Uh, we're also in the wines and spirits business in Bermuda, uh, wholesale and retail. So that was what they concentrated on. And so it was the seventh generation that kind of took this product overseas. Interesting. And it's been quite a journey, to be quite honest. Um, really enjoyable, challenging, and um, when traded in for the world. That's okay. So I didn't realize that actually the brand had only truly been international in the last 40 years. That's pretty amazing to to know since I feel like it's become pretty ubiquitous um, in terms of its presence as a, a rum and also in terms of its um, you know connection to obviously the drink that you, you invented, the Dark and Stormy. Um, how, in terms of the Dark and Stormy, like, just because I think that's it's an interesting way for us to start talking a little bit about you know our current times. Yeah. I've always associated it as a summer drink, right? I mean, I, I know there's probably amazing times to drink it throughout the year, but for me, it's always been like when I go to the beach, I order it. Um, I've I know my I have family members who really love the the cocktail. How are you thinking about you know sort of the future right now, and and how has the the virus started to impact the way you're thinking about the business and rum sales as we're as we're coming into you know probably peak rum sales from most people the summer. Yeah, well, first of all, the, the dark and stormy is has been noted as being the national cocktail of Bermuda. And simply, it's a trade. The name is trademark dark and stormy. So if you're going to mix a dark and stormy, the trademark says please use Gosling's Black Seal rum and ginger beer. Uh, that's not to say that you can't mix rum and you know another rum and ginger beer 
together and call it something else. I mean, it's got nothing, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the actual, um, you know, mixing of rum and ginger. It's the name. And that is because black seal rum that was first blended in Bermuda around, uh, 1850, um, is such a unique, wonderful aged product that, you know, if you use a different rum to mix with ginger beer, it's not even worth getting into a debate of which one's better or worse. That, that's irrelevant. It will taste differently. And we have close to 700,000 tourists a year in Bermuda. And um, we serve in a typical year just over 2 million dark and stormies locally. And remember, this is a 22 square mile island with 60,000 people as a population. So, um, you know, that's that's a fair number. And we just wanted when people got back home and no matter where they went, they ordered a dark and stormy. They had what they they enjoyed in Bermuda. So, you know, the the drink. Sure. I mean, people used to look at rum and say, well, that's the summer drink and the whole bit. When, when you're talking about age rums like ours, it really uh, there really is no real season. You know, we we're supporting uh, winter sports as well. So, you know, you could you know, ski slopes across the country um, in the U.S. We have different programs going on where we're giving away snowboards and so forth. But, you know, this has been something I can tell you, even, you know, economically for Bermuda, it's going to be such a massive challenge because we're just coming into our season. Right. Unlike the Caribbean, you know, that their season runs through the winter. Our season is just kind of beginning and with the airport being closed and and people obviously not too excited about traveling we're we're bracing for a pretty tough time down here so that is sad and i don't think it's happened in our history uh, even in world war ii you know we had the u.s navy here we had the british navy here and the economy was still kind of um buoyed by that so it's it's going to be challenging but I'll tell you, uh, it's it's made us reevaluate very very quickly what we do, and our marketing strategy in in the past had been centered around event marketing, and the rationale behind that was, you know, I've always told our team our best sales tool is the product in the bottle. Right. So if we can get it into people's mouths, especially in a setting that they're enjoying, that would be. Um, you know, the best possible way. So we, we sponsored, you know, we're the, we're the official room of the Red Sox. We have uh, the Honda classic We're the Florida boat shows, you know, we sponsor the largest sailing event, I believe in the world, which is in Kiel, Germany, Kiel week. We do rugby. We're the official room of Aspen snowmass and just hundreds of sailing events around the globe. So this is, you know, a lot of these events are obviously either being canceled, like the Newport to Bermuda race this year, which only happens every other year anyway, and is such a major, major uh, part of the yachting calendar. Um, so that's been canceled. You know, they're either getting canceled or they're getting postponed. And we see these people as our true partners, you know, these event organizers and stuff. So we're, we're doing our best to work with them. So, you know, there have been in some cases where they've turned their event into a virtual, you know, event happening to where 
somehow we get involved with that or, okay. you know, sometimes the, the, or another times they'll just roll the, the deal over to the following year, but we're doing our best to work with them and uh, support them so that when the events do eventually occur, they are successful. But with the marketing being event marketing focused, we've had to make a, a quick turn to to the digital marketing world right? Uh, to reach our, our fans. And, you know, I really credit the eight generation, my son and my niece, Emily, you know, for, for their leadership and along with our, our brand directors, both in the U S and in Bermuda, Andrew and Laura, I mean, the, the way that they have adapted is overly impressive. I mean, I'm just blown away. And so for instance, we had a, a series of house parties that were going to be uh, held with our good friend, uh, Eric Castro, you know, bartender mm-hmm. at large. And obviously he was going to have his bartending community attend in the various different cities that we did these parties at. That can't occur now. So right. how do we turn that around and how do we support the entree? Because I mean, how, I don't care how callous one can be if you don't feel sympathy for those people that have been out of work and, and just coming upon, you know, economic difficulty. It's, it's really something. So we kind of switched that strategy and made it into a a virtual cocktail competition. And with every entry, uh, this is for bartenders and it's in Canada and it's in the U.S., and for every entry, we're going to be donating $5 to the Better Drinking, which is a nonprofit <clears throat> institute for better drinking, sorry, a nonprofit dedicated to, you know, the advancement and progression of bartenders and industry professionals. And then we're going to be selecting a series of winners from both Canada and the U.S. And depending on where they fall, they will get cash prizes, but at the same time, we'll, we'll match that cash prize to be donated to a, to a industry charity of the winner's choice. So we're trying to do that. And um, at the same time, um, on a local level, we're trying to support. Um, and the reason for this, again, is because you have people that are really upon hard times. And just Completely. hitting out of, out of nowhere. And probably unlike a lot of other brands of, uh, that you've uh, spoken with. So with Gosling's, a, a large part of our sales are on-premise. And, you know, to probably a larger degree than, than our competitors. So, you know, we really have always depended on the bartenders. And we, we focused on you know, establishing ourselves within the bars when we first started exporting. And, you know, we've become a favorite of a lot of quite well-known mixologists Mm -hmm. because of the versatility of the product. So to do that, you know, to do this, turning the the, um, Eric Castro bartender at large, you know, house party into this um, competition that would, generate money for for charity is is great um 
But then on a more local level, like in Nashville, for instance, last Saturday, we donated to a particular account that was producing meals for those in the industry that were struggling. So we're also developing a, a, a hat because I don't know how much you know about, about the sailing world, but the prized possession of any regatta is, is the Gosling's red hat. I did not know that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it, it's quite something to see. I mean, these things are prized and we don't ever, you know, offer them to any other sport or anything, just to the yachting community. So for the first time, our sailors only hat is going to be, um, we're developing an online store that's going to be selling this and it's going to have the embroidery, you know, our black seal logo, and then underneath the words sealed in in 2020. And all proceeds from the sale of the hats will go to the restaurant workers' COVID relief fund. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, but it's just such a, an honor to be part of this industry and really to watch how the, you know, the big global companies have really come together to support to support the the industry it it makes you feel proud to be part of, of a group that is so reactive in such a positive way absolutely well so i i do i do have one other question because i think um i it's definitely really interesting to hear what you're doing in terms of supporting the industry and pivoting and i think a lot of stuff you're doing is really creative i'm very curious as well on the production side a little bit in terms of how this has may have impacted or how you're pivoting due to Corona, right? So I know, you know, you're, you're obviously most of the rum is obviously distilled elsewhere. Correct. And then it's all blended in Bermuda. So how, how does that impact you and what are you doing? Right. So a certain portion is aged in Bermuda and, and every drop, no matter where you drink it in the world, whether it's Australia, California, New York, Toronto, it's, all blended by one guy. So I think that's pretty craft, isn't it? That's crazy, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, it really is. So to be quite honest with you right now, because we had to stay in place order, and unlike the U.S. or Canada or the U.K., where the especially the off-premise um, liquor business was seen as essential, they didn't quite see it that way. So for the first two weeks of our stay in place, um, shelter in place we we were literally shut down and so that becomes a a real problem so after a few conversations um with our government they did um they did allow us to start this week blending and exporting again so um that was music to our ears but at the same time this is a real issue i mean we're sheltering in place for a reason. And our right. government, I have to say, extremely proactive, really handled this in, in such a tremendous way to limit the damage. So our staff, you know, you got to be concerned about how your the staff are going to react to coming in, being, you know, in, in an environment outside of their home. So we are making sure that we're, we're doing it in shifts so that we can keep limited number of people there. So right. social distancing is, is can be enacted and, and um, 
you know, gloves, masks, the whole bit to such a degree to where right after this, I'll be heading background to the production plant and assisting with loading up two tankers of our Gosling's Black Seal 151 proof, which is becoming uh, low in inventory, both in Canada and the U.S. So, <laughs> um, so I was very grateful that they allowed us to start operating again. So that has been something. But I'll tell you, while we were shut down for for just before the, the initial two weeks of this, uh, this lockdown, Bermuda imports everything. So the one thing that was just impossible for the retailers to get was hand sanitizer. And I know this is, you know, happening around the globe, which is, which is pretty cool. But so we did switch out and it was all done by hand. And, and you want to talk about a family affair, Right. This hand, this hand sanitizer that we have. So it's it's 80% ABV, uh, grain neutral spirits. It has Bermuda aloe in it that uh, my son and his girlfriend went and picked. My son, my wife, myself peeled it, got the, the gel out and added a little lemon oil. Then we went over it and mixed it by hand and bottled it by hand. So it was, we did um, probably about, 600 liters of it that we were able to give to our police force, to our reserve police force, the Bermuda Regiment. So we were able to do that. And then the other people on the front line that probably never get, you know, they never get talked about of the people working in the grocery stores. I mean, everybody needs to eat. Right. So we've been supplying them with donated hand sanitizer as well. And it's actually, I think we stumbled on something because this is beautiful when you rub it on your hands. Or <laughs> but, uh, maybe, maybe another product extension down the road. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, you know, our, again, like I was telling you how, how proud I am of our team and how they've adapted so quickly uh, in such challenging times. Uh, you know, we've, the Gosling's at home, uh, hashtag it's been popular we have our brand director from Bermuda doing bar andrew a couple of times a week which shows our fans how to make certain cocktails like today he's going to be doing uh infusions uh so he'll do a more complicated cocktail that when things do open back up um you know you're gonna go ask your bartender to make it for you and then he's doing a more simpler drink you know so people can mix it home which is another one of the joys of the dark and stormy. Um, so, you know, we've had to react again because, and thank God we were starting to work with, you know, these online retailers, mm-hmm. um, which is fantastic because their sales have just gone through the roof. And just for instance, in March, 2020, if we're looking at reserve bar, uh, our sales compared to the, Previous year, March, uh, we're up over five times. That's insane. Yeah, but wait till you hear this. So far in, in April, 25 times compared to the previous. Now, it's it's just amazing, Ashley, but take it all with a grain of salt. We're talking about a rather small base that we started with. Uh, but it's still, it's, it's, a, it's showing you the trend. I'm not sure that trend is really going to go away. Um, it's really opened people's eyes to to the delivery aspect of the of the spirits business. Um, so we'll continue to work with them. Um, 
we're also yeah. we also have some you know with the Red Sox there are some podcasts that are around the Red Sox that you know we've been working with and thank God before all this started we were we were working with them that you know if you want to come on their show you got to have your goslings with you and <laughs> <laughs> you know it's all very creative ways of making it happen when the baseball isn't it is crazy yeah to to think that we are in a place where baseball's not happening that we're talking about potentially football not happening this fall it's a it's these are these are really nutty times for sure it is and i mean how many times have you heard about people having you know the the virtual happy hours with zoom and stuff like that and you know what that's because we are so social yep and there's nothing you know and and that whole social dynamic is really enhanced with a really good quality cocktail and people just love to interact with each other and that's i mean you take a look at what new york was like i mean you know the more crowded the bar or the restaurant the more popular it was absolutely because that's what we are and i I'm pretty sure that we're going to, um, you know, the, the virtual happy hours are, are great, but they, they really can't replace the real thing. So I think everybody's kind of looking forward to that coming back and I'm sure it'll be staged and initially it won't be in the form that we remember. But the one thing is, is that, um, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder in a way, right? Or scarcity equals desire, however you want to. Exactly. Right. Um, you know, think about when's the last time you went to your favorite bartender and had a cocktail mixed by him. I mean, you know, if, if any good comes out of this, I just hope it'll just like kind of renew the appreciation that people have for the hospitality industry at all levels and their craft. And hopefully can just build back up to to a very very strong and vibrant industry in the not too distant future i completely agree with you well malcolm thank you so much for taking uh the time to chat with me today uh, before i do let you go i know you said you're drinking lots of dark and stormies but is there anything else you're uh you're fond of at this moment <laughs> I do love the darkest stories, but I'll, tell, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Black Seal and fresh squeezed grapefruit juice is just another wonderful cocktail. I mean, these are simple things to make it up. Oh, that actually sounds delicious. Oh, it's it's it really is wonderful. And, you know, and there's nothing better in, as the sun's going down than to mix up a Gosling's old rum, old fashioned. I mean, it's just wow. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot. The, the versatility is there. So, you know, it's only limited by your creative thoughts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I know you're you're busy, so I don't want to keep you much longer, but I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. Well, I thank you. I really do, Adam. I wish you and your listeners well throughout these crazy times. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the Vine Pair Podcast. If you enjoy listening to us every week, please leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It really helps everyone else discover the show. Now for the credits. Vine Pair is produced and hosted by Zach Jabal, Erica Ducey, and me, Adam Teeter. Our engineer is Nick Patry and Keith Beavers. I'd also like to give a special shout out to my Vine Pair co-founder, Josh Mallon, and the rest of the Vine Pair team for their support. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again right here next week.